Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Hi, and welcome to the Manage Matt podcast show. This show is designed to give actionable and practical help and advice, which will improve your management skills and get the best results for you. Make sure, if you haven't already, take the time to subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode and share it with anyone you think might enjoy the show. Now, without any more delay, let's get on with this week's show. Hi. On my last show, I spoke about the fact that we could have an unexpected amount of freedom from work when we don't expect it, and how to be prepared. If you haven't had a chance to listen, please go back and have a listen. It's very good. Well, I think it is. I spoke about the need to have a short and long-term plan to grow your career. This week, I want to look at how we can move to the next role. Now, to get any role in any organisation, apart from working for Dave the roofer you met in the pub last night, there will be an interview. Probably over the phone, or a video call first, and then a face-to-face. So this week, I want to go through interview tools and how to be prepared. Now, the management world is full of Useful, or maybe not so useful, acronyms. In some organisations, it's like a second language, which when you're new to it, takes some time to learn and master. Now, most interviews, well, nowadays, will have an element of what they call competency-based interviewing. Now, these questions are there to demonstrate your experience and knowledge of real-life situations. Now, by doing that, the interviewer is testing the fact that what you're saying on paper is actually happening and you know something about it. Tools designed to help construct a solid answer to the dreaded competency interview questions. A STAR technique is used for candidates to effectively provide evidence of how they could use their skills in a practical situation. It's a good technique to lay out how you can work through step by step to show that you are practically and capable of doing the role and answer the question provided. Start technique has four stages. The situation. So the candidate describes a situation. Then the T, a task. Then they describe the task they were faced in the situation. They then talk about the action, the A. They explain the action they took to complete the task, including how and their reasonings why, so again, hows and the whys, and then the results they are. The results of their actions, whether effective or sometimes ineffective. And that's important sometimes when you're interviewing. Make sure that when you're being interviewed, you don't always come out with everything was perfect, everything was brilliant, because the interviewer knows things don't sometimes work. Even with the best intentions, sometimes things go wrong. Candidates using STAR technique uh, will go through and look and try to solve the future issues of that workplace and that's something that's important whenever you're being interviewed you're looking to try to solve the problem of the person who wants you to work for them and that's really important when you're using the star technique is to show you've got actions and results that you have taken through your experience in different environments with different challenges and fix the problems so a typical question in its construct. So let's say a, a good uh, competency-based interview question could be, describe a situation in which you led a team. So let's use a star. So the situation, 
well, I was a shift manager working in a company that made X. We had 10 skilled operators. So what was that task? Well, our role was to make sure that we produced X, Y and Z per shift, making sure it was safety to the right quality. So you need to give an example of a time you handled some sort of conflict in there. You know, so at at this point you're talking about the situation and the task and then you're moving through. So if you're using the star analogy, it's like, well, okay, what was the what was the um, action? So you could say, well, we had a dispute on my shift, two of the people, they couldn't get on and they really was uh, struggling to, to work as a team. And what, what I did is uh, that I, I put this process in place to get them both together to work on a uh, project together so they could really understand. And the results were that the team, all right, they were never going to be mates outside of work, but they started working better together and we had regular drop-ins and we fixed the issue and it moved forward. So you see where you're taking your style, that idea of situation, task and action results and rolling it together. I mean, lots of other questions could be things like, uh, how do you maintain a good working relationship with colleagues? Just touched on that. Another one would be, tell me about a big decision you made and how did you uh, go about it? There was another good uh, competency one that you can use, the uh, uh, diversity. Um, you know, how do you cope with an adverse situation? So that's where the interview is testing the fact that sometimes things go wrong. So how could you use a star there? You know, when you're looking at that situation, you explain, well, it was really tough. We um, had a number of breakdowns and, and the uh, customer was chasing us all the time, trying to get the, the, the product out the door and we were getting a lot of stress. So, you know, what task did you do? Well, the task was we had to really... Facing that situation, we need to make sure we had the overtime in place, we had the maintenance sections, and you're then going into action. So you're then explaining, well, we took this action, we did overtime for X amount of weeks, we talked to the uh, commercial team about limiting some orders on other customers and speaking to them. And what were the results? Well, after three or four weeks of really hard work, we got back in service and we learned a lot from the experience and put in new processes. So when you're using STAR, You've got to make sure that you're not sort of rigidly going, right, first I'm going to talk about a situation, then I'm going to go into a task, then an action result. You actually make it flow into a real life conversation. And with anything, preparation, preparation, preparation. It's key to everything, especially in interviewing. Um, You know, you need to come over as being natural, but as well as being well prepared and drilled. It's not going to be scripted. You know, it's not a performance. It's more of an improvisation. So you, you would go off track. Um, now, whatever you do in interviews, you can go through all these questions, you know, describe a situation when you, you know, were asked to do something that you never attempted before. Another good uh, question. But you can sometimes get those oddball questions. You may say, you know, 80% of the questions are going to ask you, but you get an off the wall question. I remember getting asked once in an interview, um, if you were in a pub with a group of friends, about 18, you've just left school. What would those people around that table say about you when you went for a drink? You're like, oh, <laughs> this is an odd one. And then the next one after I answered that one was, um, when, um, let's take that forward, he said, what would those friends say, or what would your new friends say when you were about 13, you were in the same pub? And it was all kind of testing, have you changed over time? Are you consistent? Do you think you've made um, developments? And obviously we all develop and change. Or are you the same person you were years back? Very unusual question to be asked in an interview. Um, And really, 
the difficult thing in interviewing is the fact that you know, you're going to try to sell yourself. You know, you're trying to build that person on the other side of the table's confidence that you can do the job. So firstly, you've got the skills. Most of the time, if you've got your CV at this stage, you've got the skills. But have you got the knowledge that will fit nicely into their teams? Have you got the drive to make things happen? And will you fit to the culture of the organisation? And of course, when you're doing that, you're trying to fix the employee's problem. So when you're being intervened, you're selling yourself on your capability to fix their problems. Because they've got an issue, they need you in their, their business to do. So you have to make sure that you can fix their problems. Uh, be yourself though. Remember, you know, you are trying to sell, but don't try to sell someone else. You know, make sure you enjoy it, put a smile on your face. I know that sounds strange, but an interview can be a very enjoyable way of selling yourself. And of course, it's you you're selling. So you should know yourself inside and out. Well, thanks for listening. As always, I'm really keen to hear your thoughts on the show. Now, good, bad and indifferent. So please send me some feedback as it's a gift to managermatpodcast at gmail.com. I read and answer all my own emails and would love to engage on new topics and revisit old ones. And one last thing, please apply what you're learning on those this show because words are cheap and it's all about actions and actions drive the world. Well, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.